Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. I am joined, as always, by Marty Agather. What's going on, man? Howdy, gang. Uh, it is a beautiful early summer day here in Minneapolis. Yeah, it is beautiful here in upstate New York as well. And uh, in general, the weather in 2016 has been fair, I would say. We haven't been... We haven't been dumped on by any blizzards or had any excruciatingly hot days. Um, as much as upstate New York is not the South, we get uh, very uncomfortable heat uh, and humidity in the summertime. So um, I'm still not sure why I live here, but I'd say the weather's been fair so far. Because you haven't accepted my invitation to move to Minneapolis. Yeah, that's why I, I still live there. And I will never move to Minneapolis. That will be... The... Actually, that's not true. It would take... More than one comma to move to Minneapolis for me. That would be, that's probably the best way to describe my, <laughs> my feelings on moving to Minneapolis. Uh, so what you're telling me is you're for sale. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I am a hired gun. There is absolutely no doubt about that. I make no qualms with the fact that, uh, that I'm a hired gun, but that's okay. Um, so let's, let's talk about something. Um, and, and, you know, I think we'll give some people some inside baseball on, on what we do here and. And how hard, um, you know, uh, you and I and our team in general push each other to not just get work done, but to do really incredible work. And, um, you know, I'm going to say some things to you that I know that you are aware of, but you have been in an incredible funk lately. And your work has been, I'd say it has had lately a negative swing to it. You have been a little aggressive and a little negative. And you wrote a post a couple weeks ago. And though the core concept of the post was phenomenal, and I told you that, I love the core concept of it. The post itself just didn't hit. It just wasn't Marty worthy. And though you are not an every week poster, you tend to do about two posts a month, which is perfectly fine. Um, those posts tend to be very uh, in-depth, um, kind of different looks on topics and things that are happening in our industry that make people think. And they're well-written, and you use a lot of uh, eccentric examples that, that, but always end up making sense. Uh, and this post was just not, it was not uh, of your quality. And I, I read it, and I came back to you, and I said, um, you know, you got to rewrite this. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't what people have come to expect from your work. And you did, and I think you made it worse. And I came back to you again, and I said, <laughs> Marty, I love you, but we cannot post this on Agency Nation. And we did not. And uh, I think it's really interesting. So I want to get one, uh, your take. Um, do you feel that you have been negative lately? Did, and what did you think to yourself when I told you, um, you know, I, obviously in a very respectful way, but because I want to maintain both the quality of Agency Nation and... Uh, that I didn't think it was your best work, or at least work of of your of the caliber that people have come to expect. You know, what were your thoughts on that whole situation? Sure, um, I sit at I sit at a uh, at the uh, crossroads of of a couple of interesting uh, areas in our company, and um, I recently had a change of uh, not so much job tasks, but sort of maybe focus. And in that, um, I started dealing quite a bit with current customers. Uh, and in addition to that, I also um, work closely with our state associations. And 
to be honest, uh, there was uh, and, and continues to be uh, some negativity coming out of uh, those two core constituencies. And and that negativity um, affected me. It, it, it affected me in a number of ways, but but primarily it upset me because I feel that in many ways, and you've, you and I have talked about this many times, you know, personally, behind the scenes, uh, I think we are paying for previous uh, sins. So, so, and that's a tough thing for me to deal with because I know where we've been, right? I've been here since day one, and I know how far we've come, and we are doing fantastic things right now. Um, are we perfect? Absolutely not. Do we have lots of room to grow and to improve? Without question. But we are not total dirtbags. We work extraordinarily hard on behalf of this industry. And in too many instances, I think it gets dismissed, not by people who have facts, but by people who are living in the past. And so that had started to affect um, my, my personality. I just, and, and I got sort of uh, cynical. And I came up with an idea for a blog post that that seemed like it was kind of cool, and it was it was it was it it had potential, I think. Um, but it was perhaps one step too far. And in order to sort of justify that position, it took a long and circuitous route to get all of the story laid out so that I could support my sort of inflammatory statement without being a total jerk. And you came back to me uh, after the first one, and you know, I think your direct quote was something along the lines of, I read it once, I didn't get it. I read it a second time, I didn't get it. This is a C-minus work at best. And to be honest, I, I was kind of A, hurt, because, as you know, as a content creator, it takes a lot of effort. At least for me, it does. I, I spend time with my posts. Uh, I remember you giving me crap one time because one of my posts had 20-some revisions in it. Most of them have that many revisions in it. So, so it, was, it was hard. Uh, it was even more hard after I you know, put another couple hours into it. And then, and then you said, we can't publish it. Truth be told... Um, there were some extenuating circumstances why we might not have wanted to publish it because we'd already pushed some hot buttons and there was no reason to push more. But, you know, it's tough. But in retrospect, I, I completely understand. Again, I, you know, was, was sort of in a, in a spot where I thought a message needed to be sent. And the message that I chose was... Over, overtly negative and required too much effort to walk it back from the brink, and there was just no way to save it. Yeah, so one of the things I would say is, if you weren't hurt when I said that, then you wouldn't be the type of creator that produces the type of content that you produce. So, uh, you know, I thought a lot about how to respond to you after I read that post. Because no one wants to tell their buddy, hey, you know, this, this, this isn't working, right? I mean, no one wants to say that because everybody who has put serious time and effort and care into producing 
content knows that when you really do good and meaningful work, you're you're peeling off a little piece of your soul. You know, I mean, and that that may sound funny to say to some people, but it really is the truth. I mean, you're peeling off a little piece of yourself and putting it into everything that you do. Um, and, you know, some are bigger pieces than others. And I knew at that time where you were and what you were going through, and, and I'm going to get to that in just a point, in just a minute, um, that you had put a lot into it. But the other thing is I wouldn't be your friend or your colleague and if, if I had let you hit publish on that. It just wouldn't it, – it, ultimately, I think it wouldn't have gotten the response that you wanted. And I know what you want to say, and I told you at the time. I still think this message needs to get out there. I think we just have to figure out a better way to tell that story, and we will. Um, so I, I think it's good. I mean, not, not that I wanted to hurt you, but I do think if you didn't feel that way, if you're just like, oh, okay, then you, know, that would, then you wouldn't be the type of content creator you are. And um, uh, you know, I think it does speak to the level of care and effort that we put into Agency Nation. Um, you know, we think a lot about what goes on that site. Uh, it's not easy because all of us wear 15 different hats, you know, um, just like a lot of the agents and other people who are listening to this, uh, right? We, we, you know, none of us are just hanging out. There's no hanging out at trustedchoice.com and Agency Nation. So we're all doing multiple things and getting blog posts up on Agency Nation is a very much a labor of love. And, uh, but we do try to keep a very strict um, editorial kind of hand to it, not in repressing the message, but in the quality of the message and, and the um, coherency of the story. And I, and I do think that that's important. I do, before uh, I let you comment, I do want to talk and just kind of put context to, to what Marty said. You know, he said he sits at this strange crossroads, and he does. Um, and one of the things, and, and this isn't what was me, and nor should anyone feel sorry for us in any way, shape, or form, uh, but... No, you should be jealous, because we have... A very hard job, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, our job is incredibly fun. It is. There are, um, you know, we, we travel a lot. We're away from home. Um, we're doing something that's never been done before. And because of that, we make a ton of mistakes. We go, we start things. We have to come back. We have to fix them. We got to go different directions because, you know, we're essentially cutting a trail through the Amazon that was never there before, right? Uh, so... And that's all that's all well and good, um, it, you know, but I do think one thing that people aren't aware of and one of the things that I felt very bad about in, in kind of watching this, I don't want to call it, you know, I don't want to make it out more than it was, but just you were in a kind of a dark place for a little while. And that, that's OK. That happens because we get an incredible amount of hate mail. We'll just we'll just button it all up into hate mail, right? <laughs> some of them are hate voicemails. Some of them are, you know, uh, one of my favorites is um, there's a guy who posts incredibly inflammatory negative things about TrustedChoice.com in public forums and then screenshots them <laughs> and emails them to Marty, which is just amazing that someone would go through that much effort. Uh, we have people write. I had a guy write me a 1700 word email essay about how we were charlatans and shysters and blah 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 and then some people just say like just just uh, you know it, it it's tough some days because uh you know and again i'm not trying i don't want anyone to feel guilty for us nor should anyone feel bad that's, that's not the point i think it's more 
maybe cathartic for me and Marty to talk about it. And just interesting, right? I've never worked at a place where people would just straight hate on you and literally tell other people that you're lying, that you are scamming them, that your product is valueless. I mean, just outright in the public, tell other people these things. I've never, I personally have never experienced it. And, um, you know, I think somehow, Marty, you fell into the vortex of that for a while. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that uh, maybe you got a little dark for a bit. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I want to I take one comment there I, I, because, you know, we have, we have uh, people in our customer service department who are, who are interacting with agents every day. And I think one of the reasons that we may get the level of flack that we do is because our clients, the insurance agents, take an incredible amount of flack, right? Um, it, it is a very difficult position to be in as an insurance agent. Yes, you do great work, but many times you are there um, when the worst has befallen your clients. And as we know, uh, this is, can be a tough business sometimes. And there are sometimes that uh, an insurance agent has to deliver bad news, whether it's a rate increase or maybe a claim that's not going to be uh, paid the way that, that everyone hopes that it would be. And so agents take some serious abuse too. So I think, you know, some of that is, you know, we become the um, pressure relief valve for uh, people who have to otherwise. Um, keep a smiling face uh, pointed outward. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. And, you know, and that's why I said no one needs to feel guilty or bad for us. If, if, if you've ever had to tell a client that their claim was not being covered, then you have felt a hundred times worse than we've felt, right? Like the amount of just disappointment and anger and the, just the, the wave of emotions that goes through an insured when you have to yeah. tell them that the loss uh, of trust, right? Yeah, and the loss of trust, or you know, whatever. Explain to them that hey, I whatever the process was, that this this isn't going to be covered, and you are now lost money, or you're not going to be able to rebuild this portion of your house, or whatever the case is. Um, then you felt way worse than we have. But I just, you know, for that, you know, I've never. It it, it always, you know, I guess I, I have lived that a little, but it just seems. It, it never has been so public. That was, I guess, that was the point. The uh, the public hate is just, it's more interesting than anything else. I, I, and I'm okay taking it. I have no, you know, for the for the few people, you know, and this is some some things we talk about um, all the time. And and I wrote a very provocative email a few weeks ago that got people pretty fired up. So I brought some of that on myself as well. But um, you know, I think for the for the people that do hate, I just always think about you know the Justin Waters, right? The the, the the, the men and women out there who are getting new business or their agency is getting uh, more branding exposure or they're learning something on Agency Nation or they're starting to use Facebook Live or, you know, whatever. If it's one little tip here that they pick up from an email or they hear you do a webinar or we're, we're at an event and we're talking about some new process that's working in SEO and, and someone picks up something and starts to help them, you know, it, it all, uh, you know, I don't want to get too kumbaya but it, it all ends up being worthwhile. And, and like you said, very, very fun. So uh, I want to move on from that topic because um, I thought it was interesting. And I wanted people to know that we did how seriously we take the content that you find on Agency Nation. It, it goes through. I mean, uh, Sydney, myself and Marty, if one of us writes a post, the other two are usually looking at it and having a chance to review it. And if it goes live and someone catches something, you know, you got to go back in and change it. 
we don't uh, we do take the stuff that goes out there uh, pretty pretty seriously. So for a, for a three person team uh, with a digital publication the size of Agency Nation, the amount of content we get out, I'm, I'm very proud of the work that we do. So uh, I just want to let people know that not everything that not everything gets submitted goes out, not even from our own team. And uh, and and I'm I'm kind of proud of that 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 happens. So let's talk about a post that is going out or or went out. Uh, it went out uh, last Wednesday, uh, that post went out. And uh, this has to do with some research that we came up with. So 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 break down uh, this research for us, Marty. Sure. So one of the things that we've been, you know, we've been doing for some time now is is we track phone calls that come through trustedchoice.com to um, independent agencies. And while we don't while we don't count every phone call uh, into agencies and report on that as success to the agencies, we're still tracking them. So what does that mean? If a call doesn't last for 30 seconds, we don't sort of tally it up on the big board for the agency, right? So calls shorter than 30 seconds don't get tracked in our system that we report to agencies. So just to, just to, just to clarify that, if we did... Uh, so let's say at the end of May, we did something close to 9,000 referrals delivered. Any call that was under 30 seconds does not get included in that 9,000. So uh, there's another probably, well, you're, you're probably let us know, but there, there's, a, there's a large number of calls that for the reasons that Marty's going to describe here don't actually get included in that number. Right, exactly. So about we we get an additional twenty percent. Now, not all of not all of that nine thousand number that Ryan just gave you was phone calls, um, but you know between in any given month, sixty to eighty percent of them are phone calls. So um, there's another twenty percent of the phone calls that. So let's say last month, just pick a number, was seven thousand calls. Another twenty percent or fourteen hundred calls didn't get counted as referrals to agencies. So what I did was um, I wanted to, to understand, and as I started looking at the stats, it was staggering what was going on. And so I did a, I did a count. We, we tracked 38,000 calls since January the 1st via trustedchoice.com to independent agents. How do we do that? We give every one of our Advantage subscribers a tracking phone number. The only place that tracking phone number is published is on their uh, agency profile on trustedchoice.com. So when a consumer dials that phone number, we know the only place they could have gotten that number was from trustedchoice.com. So that's how we're counting those phone calls. Of the 38,200 or what exactly the number was, phone calls, 11% of those phone calls hung up before five seconds. And so as I started to listen to these, what you very quickly find is people aren't, they have no patience for voicemail. So one of the things that we've seen, and this wouldn't be a five second call, this could be longer calls. You will hear even agencies that have live operators will transfer phone calls, right? So, hello, this is the Jones Agency. Oh, Ryan, hey, great to talk to you. Let me transfer you to Bill. He's our commercial lines or personal lines producer. And they transfer you to Bill. And guess what? Hi, this is Bill. I'm not available to come to the phone right now. 
and you hear the you hear the consumer hang up, click, because they're not going to leave a message with a voicemail machine. So as I began to think about that, that's sort of what turned into the genesis of the article, uh, the blog post that we just published. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible stuff, man. And, you know, I think, it, and the thing I love about this post, and it's going to be linked up in the show notes, this is uh, episode number 27, so agencynation.com forward slash podcast. And then look for episode number 27. And you can just go back through the articles and, and find this as well. I think the title is uh, why, your, why Your Voicemail Phone Tree is Telling Clients You Don't Care. Uh, kind of a pro- provocative headline, but the idea is that uh, when you send someone to a phone tree, um, it just it isn't sending the message, we want to help you. It's sending the message, we're too busy to answer your call and talk to you, so we're going to divert you and make you do all the work to figure out how to find the person that's going to help you, right? Like, we can't be bothered to help. And, and again, I'm not knocking anybody. This was standard practice. It, there was a, a probably two-decade period of time where this was the standard, it's what you did, it made complete sense. So I'm not knocking anybody for, for having this phone tree. What we're, but what we're telling you is that, that the time of the phone tree has come and gone. I think if you continue to have a phone tree for the next 10 years, you are then putting yourself in a position where versus other organizations, versus possibly other independents, certainly other directs and captives, you're your customer experience is going to be lacking versus theirs as consumers have started to say, and, and our research directly shows that when someone hits a phone tree, they're not interested. They're just not interested. They're, this isn't us having a feeling. We're literally watching the numbers and it's showing that people who have phone trees, people who send uh, phone calls into voice ma- uh, mailboxes are not getting the business. The people are hanging up and going someplace else. And, um, you know, this is an easy win. This is an easy win item, I think, for agencies. Get rid of the phone tree. It's an easy win. It doesn't mean you can't have hold music. It doesn't mean you can't um, have a phone tree system that then a live person can direct people through. Uh, There's all sorts of technology that can help you. But if that first interaction is with a machine, you're losing business. It is just an absolute fact and something if you continue to do it, you have to be okay with. Yeah. And, and the other thing that I want to I wanna emphasize is going back to my earlier example, even if you have a live operator up front, sending that caller to the producer or CSR's voicemail is just as bad a death. You've got to have give them to a live person, even if it's not the perfect person. What we are trying to do in today's world is solve our problem. Me leaving a message and hoping that you're going to call me back doesn't solve my problem. So let me speak, even if it's somebody who's been with the agency for a short time, they know more about insurance quite probably than I do. So let me talk to them, find out that there's somebody there that cares, and when the right person gets back in the office, transfer that and have that person get back to me. But if you drop me into a voicemail system, there are good odds that I'm not going to bother to leave you a message. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I, we could beat this point up all day. Uh, we're going to have a lot more coming out about this because, uh, you know, we want people to write these referrals, right? I mean, 1,400 phone calls are not, there's 1,400 opportunities for people that are not uh, connecting. And uh, we want to help you. We want to help our clients. We want to help anyone who is working, even if you don't work with us. If you have a phone tree and you're not an advantaged subscriber or whatever, uh, you know, take this and use it. This is, this is an easy win, right? And you might be saying, well, Ryan, then we got to pay somebody. It's going to be worth it in the long run. It's going to be worth it, especially, this is especially true if you are engaged in inbound marketing, right? If you never advertise, if you never uh, do anything that would ever have someone pick up the phone and call you, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you're doing digital marketing, if you're blogging, if you're running ads, if you're sponsoring the Little League, if you're doing radio ads, if you're doing any kind of marketing that someone who you hadn't talked to before would pick up the phone and say, hey, I'd like to buy insurance from you. Got it. You have to have a human being answer the phone. Have to. Have to have a human being answer the phone. And it could just be you don't have a receptionist, but there's a it starts with Sally. And if, if Sally's at lunch, then it goes to Johnny. And if Johnny's at lunch, then it goes to Timmy. And if Timmy's at lunch, it goes. And it literally just pings through until it finds a human. There are systems that will do that. That's fine, too. Or someone carries the cell phone around with them or whatever. You know, there, there are ways to get past this where you don't have to hire somebody. But getting a human being to answer that phone is so, so important. All right. Do you want to talk a little bit about co-schedule? Yes. So I want to talk about, all right. So we talked a little bit about, <clears throat> about uh, Trusted Choice and our, our work here, a little, little behind the scenes action. And we talked a little bit about voice. Now I want to talk about how you can write better headlines in a simple tool that I use with, with every email subject line that I write, with every blog post title that I write. Uh, this is a very simple tool. It's from a company called CoSchedule, C-O. And then the word schedule, all one word, dot com forward slash headline dash analyzer. But if you just type in co-schedule headline analyzer into Google, you'll find this. Very, very simple. There, uh, you go to this page and it's called the blog post headline Am analyzer. And you just type your headline into the box. So uh, I'm going to just take a headline here. Let's see. Uh, I will take one. All right, I'll take a recent email that I wrote, right? So we recently sent out an email to non-advantaged subscribers that as of July 1st, the, uh, the price of trustedchoice.com is going up for the very first time in more than two years. And I wrote a headline for that email, uh, which was, this is the lowest price ever, but only till July 1st. Okay, so that's the, that's the headline that I typed typed. And actually, um, so you guys know, one of the things that we do at, at trustedchoice.com, we use a, an email marketing service called Active Campaign, and that allows us to test our, our email subject lines. So what I'll do is I'll come up with three headlines that I think are good, but slightly different. And then uh, what Active Campaign does is it sends an email to 10% of the list for the three headlines. So 10% will get one headline, 10% will get another, 10% will get the third headline. Whichever one of those three groupings of 10% does the best in terms of opens and reads, it then sends that, uh, the, the remaining 70% of our email subscribers get the best performing headline only. So it allows us to kind of optimize 
our our email sends. It's really, really cool. And uh, I don't do it all the time, but on kind of important emails where you really want to make sure that you hit home, uh, I tend to to use this tool and it's been uh, it's been fantastic with I used it with uh, that provocative email I wrote a few weeks ago, and maybe I shouldn't have because more people opened it and um, you know, and I got in more trouble. So uh, but that's that's okay. So uh, so okay, so let's take this. So this is you guys will see this when you put your own headline in, but I'm just gonna kind of talk high level about what this does. So it gives you a general score between 20 and 80, I think. Uh, this one gets a 77, so this is a good one. But then it starts to break down why is it good, and then you can, or, or, or bad, and then you can massage the headline to get, you know, what, what this tool feels is the best possible. And I'll tell you, CoSchedule really knows what they're doing. Um, incredibly active blog, well-written headlines, tons of traffic. These, these guys do know what they're doing. So this isn't just some piece together tool. So it, it goes through kind of commonly used words, uncommonly used words, emotional words, power words. It gives you a score for that. It tells you the type of headline that it is. In this case, it's a generic headline. It shows character count. So uh, if you don't want your headlines to be more than 55 characters for the most part so that they show up in email subject lines and email uh, newsletters or or email inboxes or if it's for a blog post in Google search. shows you the word count. So in this case, it has 11 words in it, which is slightly long. You, can't, you tend to want to be like seven to nine words, and then it shows you what it would look like in Google. So this is just a really, really great tool. But uh, Marty, I want you to jump in here, but here is the piece that when I first started using this tool really, really blew my mind. And actually, when I look at this headline is, is one of the things that I, I really thought about reworking, and in the end, I didn't. But um, so one of the things that this tool does is it shows you when we read a sentence, we only remember the, f- we, we should, we don't only remember, but our mind remembers the first three words and the last three words and the stuff in the middle, it, unless you really focus on it, unless you stop and really focus on it, we tend to forget. So in this case, my first three words are, this is the, and then my last three words are till July 1st. What I should have figured out was a way to get lowest price ever. I, I could have, you know, maybe a better title for this would have just been lowest price ever, but only till July 1st and removed the this is the, you know, if I'm kind of going back and now I'm Monday Dang, morning yeah, quarterbacking <laughs> my, uh, my headline here, but I'm saying I wish I kind of took out that this is the because those words are so irrelevant, but this is a huge, this is a, a validated psychological principle that we only remember the first year words and last year words. So you really want your power ideas to be in those places. Um, okay, so I, I've talked a lot about this tool. I think it's incredible. Uh, Marty, what do you think about this? So I just threw in a quickie just to, to uh, give a compare and contrast. Open now, it's free. Okay, I got a 45. And uh, I got a C minus, and we won't bore you with the rest of the details. But um, this tool is brilliant. And, you know, those of us that are in the business of outbound marketing, and if you're uh, listening to this podcast, that's the business you're in. Hopefully, uh, you're, you're uh, doing a lot of it. Maybe you're just starting. But no matter what it is, if you're using even email, as Ryan described, Having a powerful subject line dramatically 
uh, impact whether or not your message is going to be received. So um, it's something that I don't do really well. Ryan helps me with my headlines quite frequently. Um, it is this tool is brilliant if you don't have a uh, an, an in-house uh, marketing expert like I have when I lean on Ryan. So I actually, part of Agency Nation University, I have a whole course mapped out in my head around he just headlines. I cannot stress you guys enough how important headlines are. And I will tell you, my email and blog game went to a whole nother level when I made writing quality subject lines for emails and headlines for blog posts and articles uh, a priority. I'm telling you, if you do nothing else but write a great headline, you will have success. Because if your headline is terrible, no one's even going to see it. It's like that if a tree falls in the woods thing, right? If you have a terrible headline, did you actually write the post? I mean, that's kind of what it's like because no one is going to click on it. There is so much information. And this is the very first thing that people see. This is the draw. This is like, I'm going to put this in an insurance example. So someone calls you about their insurance and they say, hey, I'd love you to write my home. It's beautiful. 4,000 square foot. I paid $3 million for it. And you go to drive by to take pictures and the front looks like a bomb went off. The inside could be gold-plated, indoor pool, beautifully maintained, butlers constantly polishing the woodwork. But if that outside looks terrible, you're not even going to give a shot. You're going to go, nope, I don't want this business. That's the same thing with a headline. Your headline, your subject line in an email have to be tremendous, not just okay, tremendous to get people to open them. And this is just one of the tools. Uh, there are, there's so much more. Uh, I'm going to be talking a lot about headlines coming forward. Make sure you guys connect with us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash agency nation, because Sydney, myself, we're going to try to get Marty going um, for as much as he's a technology guy, Facebook lives. I don't know if he's on the Facebook live game yet, but uh, being that Sydney sits about 20 paces from him, I'm sure he will be. Um, we're doing lots of great stuff on, on Facebook with Facebook live. So just popping in creating five to 10 minute videos talking about really cool things like how to write better headlines, tools that we find. Um, Sydney just did a great episode from Wistia Fest. So Wistia is a video marketing tool that we use. We use them all the time. It's absolutely phenomenal. And uh, she actually went to their conference in Boston and is just coming back with tons of ideas. And she did a really, really cool uh, Facebook Live video from the event, and uh, it was actually really well received. About 400 people watched it, and she got a ton of comments, so it's, it's really cool. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook. And then when we get Agency Nation University launched, there is going to be a whole section on writing better headlines. I just can't stress enough how important writing great headlines is. Uh, so, Marty, I, I think we're, we're kind of at the end here. We're 36 minutes into this bad boy. We talked about a lot of good stuff. We always, uh, what's the, What's the key to good media? Always leave them wanting, right? That's correct. Yeah, we want, we want you to come back. That is for sure. <laughs> and uh, we, have, we have really incredible news. I'm going to tease you a little bit. This show is going to have a sponsor pretty soon, so that's incredibly exciting. Help us cre keep the uh, production quality up and, and all that. And uh, uh, that will mean we might have a, a guest host once in a while, which I'm kind of excited about too because he's a super smart guy. And, uh, and lots of uh, more cool topics on insure tech and, and all that kind of good stuff. So 
Uh, we appreciate you for being here. It is absolutely always our pleasure to, to come on for 30 or 40 minutes and, and share our ideas with you guys. Uh, your support is amazing. Thank you to everybody who comes up to us at events and says they listen to the show. I have been blown away at events. People who walk up and they're like, hey, I listen to Agency Nation Radio. Just thank you so much. Um, you know, we do this because we love it and we love you guys, uh, this industry. And we obviously want to see us not just succeed, but dominate. So uh, thank you so much. We're out of here. 